Guys, did you know, did you know that uh, for every Dick and Jane and Jerry, a special day in February is a time to win, a time to woo, a time for saying I love you with Valentine's? Did you know that? There's nothing but hockey in there whatsoever. I don't want to talk too much about why I was so, so angry about this before you have like a chance to introduce why I would be doing such a thing. <laughs> Uh, well, 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 so there are so many va- ba- Valentine's Day books in the Berenstain Bears universe, and I always miss them. I'm always late. I'm always like, oh, no, it's February's coming up, and I didn't even think about doing a Valentine's Day book. So they've kind of like backlogged over the years. So, but in my head, I'm like, oh, I've got to get, I've got to get Brian and Christy back on. They're my Valentine's Day people. They're the ones who always do Valentine's Day with me. I think you've done it once. <laughs> I think we did it one time two years ago. <laughs> feels like more though because i was like as i was kind of mentally psyching myself up for those like oh you've done this before it'll it'll be the same as it was the last couple times it's like there's only one other time this has happened yeah (laughs) it was two years ago this past summer because we did it in like july it was a rand i was like oh i need to do a valentine's valentine's day book it was the berenstain bears funny valentine uh and this is the berenstain bears comic valentine if you had told me we had done an Easter episode, I would have absolutely believed you. <laughs> the thing is, uh, the funny Valentine introduced one Papa and Mama origin story, and this introduced a different one entirely. And that is messing with your head. A couple, th- a couple of things are messing with my head here. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week we are kicking off a month of Sundays with a Valentine's Day celebration because I have always been so late to the game when it comes to Valentine's Day. I've got a backlog of Valentine's Day books. I am just trying to like get through these Valentine's Day books because Valentine's Day is so important to everyone on the planet. Whenever Valentine's Day comes <laughs> up, all I hear is all my friends say, I'm so glad it's finally Valentine's Day. We love it. We love love. We love our significant others. And we love hugs and hearts and kisses. And the greatest thing about Valentine's Day is that even though it's a, it's a, a holiday that celebrates romantic love and hugging and kissing and kissing while hugging, <laughs> we think of it as a, ki- it's a kid's holiday. It's, a kid's, it's like something you make your kids do. You make your kids, schools are like, you have to send love letters to everyone in class now. Like, it's very important that everyone sends a love letter to their peers <laughs> to saying like, I love you and you're my best. You're the best. <laughs> and here's a picture of a transformer. And it's a weird holiday. It doesn't make any sense. I've never understood it. But we have to celebrate it. The Berenstain Bears love it. And to help me celebrate Valentine's Day 2021, kicking off this year's holiday extravaganza <laughs> this is the beginning of the of the of the year holidays it's february and we and we we had like new year's was kind of like half in half out of the last year so this is the next big like step into target and here's the holiday it's the berenstain bears comic valentine and i have two guests you've heard a million times they're great they're wonderful we all love them we love them so much which is why they're here for valentine's day so ladies and gentlemen please welcome back to the show and open up your hearts for Brian Skinner and Christy Admiral. Hello, you two. Hello. Hello. Now, I've been, I've been on Brian's show just recently, and Christy and I do a show together. So we have a rapport built into this. We've been told that we have a good dynamic, and that makes me happy every time, but I don't really know yeah. what it means. <laughs> it's hard to really put a value on chemistry when it comes to these things. You can literally put a value on chemistry. That is what the science of chemistry does. <laughs> you know what? Science is overrated these days. Or underrated. <laughs> it's hard to say anymore. Science is overrated these days. That's what I keep saying every time I open the newspaper. <laughs> That's every day. When was the last time you used a beaker? I went to a, okay, I went to a cocktail bar uh, last week. It's called Your Sincerely, and their gimmick is that all of their cocktails are uh, like science experiments, and they serve them in beakers. Uh, did you guys know I live in Brooklyn? <laughs> 
Oh, hey, also, I was outside. Sorry, I meant to mention I was outside. <laughs> oh. What's funny is I'm like, oh, it's Brooklyn. Like, things are different there. Like, they don't have to follow the same rules. Things are not different. I was very much outdoors in the cold. Yeah. Well, speaking of being outdoors in the cold. Oh, lots of that going on. Hockey, love, love and hockey. We are discussing this episode, 1981. Television Spectacular. The Berenstain Bears' Possessive S. Oh, no, it's 1982's. I am so sorry. I was confusing this with their past special. They did uh, they did the Easter special in 81. Uh, it, this is 1982's. The Berenstain Bears' Possessive S. Comic Valentine. Written by Stan and Jan Berenstain. Directed by Mordecai Gerstein. Uh, produced by the inestimable Buzz Potemkin. Uh, the Berenstain Bears Comic Valentine. It is a classic holiday special up there with the Grinch and uh, and Charlie <laughs> Brown's Christmas special. It's one that there we watch. Moments that there are moments that this is kind of has a like a cadence that it's trying to be the Grinch. Oh, a cadence, you say? There's a cadence to the special. <laughs> uh, Brian, Brian, do you feel pigeonholed because you're Canadian and this is about hockey? <laughs> no one said that yet until you did. Thanks, Christy. I appreciate it. <laughs> I just I just want to call attention to that because this is primarily about love and hockey, as you've said, but almost more about hockey than it is about love. It is weird to me in that I come from a colder area. Not that cold. It's not that part of Canada. But like I never think of the commercial product of Valentine's as being combined with winter. Because like <laughs> right. none, of, none of the imagery is ever with winter. And then this opens like it's. It's Valentine's Day. Look how snowy it is. I'm like, <laughs> right. what the heck are you guys doing? So this is a, this is a special, and like all the Berenstain Bear special, this is a musical. So it's got songs, lyrics by Stan Berenstain. As we know from the past, Stan Berenstain was a bit of a frustrated lyricist and musical theater guy. Wanted to write music, wanted to write musicals. Uh, so everything they did is musical. Uh, this so, so this episode, this special, opens with a song that... Guys, I'm going to challenge you both. Can you sing any of the songs from this special? Down with Mush? <laughs> I didn't say the name. Well, I, 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 I. <laughs> That's in the song. I can't <laughs> sing them. I can tell you that it opens with, like, in the spring, a young bear's fancy <laughs> slowly yes. turns to thoughts of love. <laughs> slowly turns to thoughts of hockey. <laughs> and hockey. It's, it starts off with this, I like, think it's like, we're going through, the, like, the year, the calendar. Which, again, yes. uh, to Brian's point, I don't think of Valentine's Day as, like, a particularly, like, calendary holiday. Like, like, to me, like, there are, there are holidays that, like, are, like, signposts through the year. But Valentine's Day is just sort of that, we got to get through February, and this is just something so we don't, like, completely <laughs> succumb to seasonal depression. Like, that's, like, <laughs> Valentine's Day. Eat some chocolate, everyone. I will. Yeah, I intend to. But yeah, so it starts with this song that's like, in the thing, a young da-da-da-da turns to love. And it, you see like bears, like it's it's kind of like a stage show. Like they're in like a, a canoe and they're like playing the banjo each other. And then like there's a snowman and like all the bears burst out of the snowman. And, uh, and then we settle on February as the year does. And they're like, <laughs> and this is the time of year that you know, everyone likes to celebrate Valentine's Day. But before we get there, we have this after summer, we have this weird moment chance moment where the bears are apparently dressed in black leotards against a black background and they're they're <laughs> only their eyes and grins and feet and apparently white gloved hands are visible and i don't I like know, it <laughs> i know it wasn't intended to be that but it looks terribly racist it does it looks and given all I know of Papa Bear's character, I've not made any more comfortable. <laughs> it's upsetting, but like at the same time, it's just that time of year, isn't it? It is that time of year. <laughs> I get what they're going for. It's it's supposed to be like I don't know, like I don't know what you it's can't supposed put to be it into like. words. Yeah, don't say you know. I, I know what they're going for because I don't think they know what they're going for. <laughs> it's not in tone with anything else. There's a lot of music at the beginning of this, and uh, it all, it all, it all. It, so it runs us through the year, and we land on the 14th, and this is where we get it. Start off our plot. Brother Bear gets a Valentine. It's not Valentine's Day, but he gets a Valentine in the mail from a super secret. Person. Now, is this the one where she's called 
Honey Bear or is she called Sweetie Bear in this? This one? is Honey Bear. This is your. This is this is the uh, origins of the name Honey Bear. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I was upset because <laughs> I, I mean, as any as any Berenstain Bears fan knows, eventually there is a fifth member of the Bear family, and it is Honey Bear, the baby. Yes, and it's just a little weird that she has the same name as the eventual baby, whoever pro- this uh, admirer is. And I said she because we do find out eventually that it is a girl. Yes, I have two two thoughts. In a town, sometimes there's more than one person named Sarah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And two, for a lot of the special, and I don't know why I'm very tired, but I thought I was under the impression in my head for whatever reason that the Valentines were coming from his mom. She was messing with. Him. <laughs> <laughs> that would I, be at- horrible <laughs> yeah it would be but at the same time just i thought she was trying to like cheer him up before the game i actually thought that it might be sister playing a prank on him which would also be terribly cold and i'm glad we both theorized that something awful was going on uh, anything could be awful with, with the sister in this special mm-hmm. is terrifying <laughs> There's something about sisters' reactions to romance broadly. Yeah, she's like, high as a kite on it. She gets hearts in her eyes when something romantic happens for her brother, which is really like, I guess it's sweet, but it's also <laughs> awful. There's also something terrible about it. If you have to like ever qualify something as, I guess it's sweet, it really <laughs> actually tends not to be. So throughout this special, Sister Bear is obsessed with Valentine's Day, but not for herself. She doesn't want to fall in love. She wants everyone around her to fall in love. Uh, she plays the role of Cupid in this, or imagine she does. But they they represent this by having her, like, freak out, and her eyes turn into hearts. And, like, she exudes hearts, like, as she floats she around to, the screen. And she bares her teeth. Like, <laughs> And this rictus grin. <laughs> yep. She's just she's just completely taken over by the spirit of St. Valentine. She can't control her feet. She ice skates hearts. That's true. She does some incredible matchmaking in this by the end. Yeah. As someone who expected the matchmaking to be a mother-son combo, <laughs> I was still not expecting the very end part. Because one, the, one of the people the was not even... The very end is the thing that for me, like... I didn't. I I didn't enjoy much like like parts of this for sure, but I loved how it ended because I it was so wild. It's so wild, and it's with characters you're not even introduced to until the right. bottom third <laughs> of the show. So this this episode has like about a. It is like a 23 minute cartoon, and it has about five misdirects. Or it like it has about five plots running through it. We have brothers getting mystery valentines from a, a bear named Honey Bear who he does not know. Sisters obsessed with matchmaking. Papa's trying to find the perfect valentine for Mama. Big paws involved somehow. Brother has to. Brother's hockey team is going to play the, the the next town over, and they're very tough. And brother's afraid of like embarrassing himself. Also, every girl in Bear Town is obsessed with Brother Bear. Yeah, like why? Why is he? I mean, I, I know there is no other than brother, <laughs> but I guess he's good at sports, and that's why. Like he's just. Why do all the girls have the name on their shirt besides for the reveal at the end? We'll get to the cheerleaders. <laughs> No, because I get do want to talk about the sheer being knit one pearl too. <laughs> I yeah, that's I do I do really enjoy the fact that the Bears mailbox says the Bears because I really want my own mailbox to say the humans, the humans, the people. They are not the even people. the Bear family, just the Bears, just the Bears, just the Bears. Who lives there? The Bears, but we're all Bears. That's where the Bears live, though. <laughs> Okay, so we're kind of all over the place. If you if you're getting the sense that this special isn't that linear, you're correct, uh, because because we have this whole thing where we find out that the that okay, so that's the the country cousins is the name of the local hockey team, and then they're going to that's be playing kind of upsetting. They're going to be playing the Bear Town Bullies. <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, Christy. I think you were in this episode, yeah. the soccer episode. Was yeah. it not the bullies in that episode? It was the bullies in that episode. Yeah. So I think Bear Town, which is, or I think in that, that book it was Big Bear City, because yes. it's established in the in the chapter books that the bears live in Bear Town. So mm-hmm. now the other city is Big Bear City. But in this special, they live in 
wherever. And then they're fighting Bear Town. So the Bear Town has named their hockey team the Bullies, which seems like a setup. It does. And also then when you see the team called the Bullies, they all look like stereotypical bullies, as though that is criteria for joining the <laughs> hockey team. But then that also brings the question of like how small town is Bear Town, where their team will be called the Cousins. The Country Cousins. <laughs> So I think that they've established that in this continuity, our bears live in bear country and the other bears mm-hmm. live in bear town. Whereas later on, they established that bear country is the name of the nation. And yeah. that bear town. <laughs> bear town is in bear country. Yeah. Right. Geography is a little screwy here. But yeah, why would you call your team the cousins? Is there anything particularly intimidating about cousins that I don't know about? I initially did not realize that that was the name of the team and thought that they were just referring to other people like as their cousins, <laughs> like familiarly. And that's that's how strange of a team name it is. It's like it is. There's a, a high school that we my high school sometimes played in sports or what have you i don't know it was a long time ago uh the, the mascot was the squires which is okay. just like the guys right that's <laughs> just like the boys not since the squires have i heard something so like it's so nebulous and, and, and strange it's such an odd choice what if it's like named after you know how every place has kind of their colloquialism for how they you talk to each other like if, if you were going to name somebody after that in the maritimes canada it'd be like the halifax buddies yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Somebody, hey, buddy. Yeah, What's yeah. up, buddy? Maybe here everyone's like, hello, cousin. You know, it's just not actually cousins, but we're all cousins here. We're they're all like, cousins They're like here. carny workers. <laughs> no. So, yeah. So uh, there's a big hockey game coming up against the bullies, presumably because they've got another hockey game to play first but before that. But all we know is that Sister Bear appreciates hockey, but she's sick of hockey. Does she sing a song about how she's sick of hockey? She rhymes about it. She does rhyme speaks- about it. Oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. They all rhyme about everything. Except when they don't. (laughs) It's mostly in verse. It is mostly in verse. I had asked you what came first, the book or the special? Because I thought maybe if the book had come first and they were trying to present the book one-to-one in a visual form, in an audio form. So like they, oh, oh, they have to say it this way because the book is written this way. And when you write it a certain way, like it doesn't always come out if you verbalize it the way you would think it kind of does. But to have it actually be the precursor upset me because of that. I'm like, why did you make this choice? They can rhyme. It's fine. Get rid of the narrator then. Well, one thing that is noticeable is as the adaptations of this special go along, and we'll definitely touch on that, is that they pare down the plots. They get rid of... They get rid of plots as they simplify the story because one of the weird plots in this special involves the cubs going to visit the monster Big Paw who lives at the top of Mm -hmm. Great Grizzly Mountain for no reason other than Big Paw was kind of their ace in the hole when it came to Berenstain Bear specials. Like he was, you knew you were going to have a good special if like Big Paw showed up. Uh, And that's literally all he does in this special. He shows up. It's not the only thing he does, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that. It's a surprise. (laughs) I like that you have this special. It's only 23 minutes. It's about Valentine's. You have all these plots, but they still find so much time for hockey. Just so Mm -hmm. much time. I love when you have a special, a cartoon or a TV show where I have to tell you guys up front in an area that is hockey crazy. And I grew up hockey's on all the time. CBC Hockey Night in Canada is part of life. Watching black and white color, everything. It just was on. No one gave two hoots, even in small towns, about the local kid hockey team. <laughs> no, that you would. No one. The whole town would not go to this game. The whole there would not be. There would not be a press box. <laughs> where someone's very, you know, enthusiastically talking about the game between these two towns' kids. Like, not representing schools, not representing anything, just two kid teams, two <laughs> lo- local kid teams. It doesn't matter unless it was the NHL. <laughs> no one would care about these kids playing hockey, and yet they all show up. Well, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned the sportscaster, who is yes. on another level from the rest of this special. He is... The the performer, his name is Jerry Sroka. I thought maybe he was a real sportscaster because 
he's playing it straight. He's calling this game, and he's doing a pretty good job of it. Uh, he's not a real sportscaster. He's 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 an actor. He was in the movie Godspell, uh, by the way. Uh, in case you're wondering, in case you're looking for more uh, Jerry Sroka in your life, he does a great job. Though, like, I, I was like, of all the stuff in this special, I was genuinely impressed with this performance of Jerry Sroka. Part that doesn't rhyme, though. Just saying, like the part doesn't rhyme. <laughs> we get introduced to Prue, Sue, and Pam who are our three cheerleaders for the Country Cousins. And Prue, Sue, and Pam almost seem like they are the basis for the Chipettes. They look a lot like the Chipettes. Like, you have the body types yep. and the glasses. Like, no, you, you're absolutely correct. I didn't think about it when we were watching it, but you both mentioned it, and it's unmistakable. Yeah, like, Prue is Prue is kind of the neutral-looking one. Pam has a rounder Brittany. body type. And then Sue yeah. is, is taller and bespectacled with those big round glasses. She's a, she's Janelle, and, and the chubby one is Eleanor. And yeah. I've only seen the Chipmunk Adventure 700 oh. times. So, <laughs> What if they were like all the Chipettes were all in love with just Alvin, though? What a complicated things. Are the cheerleaders into him? In, uh, in later adaptations, they make it seem like they are. But in this special, it just seems like they're being good cheerleaders. It, they seem pretty neutral. I think they're pretty neutral toward him. They're just cheering for him specifically because apparently he's the star player. He is the star player. I wish, I wish Pam's name rhymed with the other two's names. <laughs> I think that's the joke. Oh, and I guess I was wrong. Uh, I think I am wrong actually because uh, they do make this face when they're thinking about when they're thinking about brother. Oh. <laughs> Why wow, did you they're... show me this? Why did their teeth get more chipmunk like the more? in love they are like do their teeth grow as their, their affection does? i don't think these are bears i think That's these are another thing. animal entirely they look Although, a little bit like woodchucks yeah as as we learn from the introduction of uh of charlene a a bear's level of attractiveness is is directly <laughs> related to the size of their front teeth because we get introduced then to to the lovely Charlene, who, as we hear later on, is a ten. Uh, I want uh, in reference to the uh, what Bo Derek sex comedy from the early eighties. Uh, Charlene's a ten. Oh, this is also the only bear and same bear special that has the word sex in it, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and he makes he stops and makes a joke about it. Yeah, I he's really, like, oh. I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> it was sex so weird. in reference to gender, but this is like the way it, we used yeah. to use the word sex. He says it, and then he he pauses as as if to say, "I know you're pausing mentally right now as well." <laughs> right? You just heard a boy, a small boy on TV, say "sex" at you, and he's a cartoon. I was still trying, you know, I'm still trying to recover from swack, but, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, sealed with a kiss is used in this, which is, you know, sure, why not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> from his mom, as I thought. <laughs> mom Bear's got that swack. <laughs> I don't know what that means. We're, we're introduced to Charlene and yes. the idea that this is the hottest bear in town and that this is the bear that brother wants to have a crush on him. Yes. And uh, the hottest bear in town who makes brother the hottest bear in town, like literally as uh, as he turns beet oh, red. Oh, yeah, he and, turns and entirely red. And steam comes I, out of his ears. I enjoy their costuming with the, the, the feet and the stirrups. Yes. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. They've always done that. It's always good. <laughs> now, we know that Charlene is named Charlene, though. Because across her 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 parka, her hooded parka, or whatever you call that thing, is the word Charlene. Yeah, and Prue and Sue and Pam also have their names on their shirts. Yes. If she was also just a alternate, more like, you know how in soccer teams, the goalie has a different uniform? Like if she was like the, the most important cheerleader, and so she had a similar outfit to them, so she had to have her name on it. But it was pink because she's Charlene. She's a ten. Yes, <laughs> but that's not true. She's just a she's just a passive member of the audience, who also happens to have her name. And then another <laughs> character we'll find out 
also has her name across her shirt. True. In this episode, if you are a girl bear, you get to have your name on your shirt, unless you're sister, and then you're wearing the same outfit you always are. And and that is because we know who sister is. We don't know yeah, we any don't need of to these see other sister. So uh, <laughs> we are still dangerously close to the beginning of this cartoon. So they win their game. Brother gets another Valentine, and he starts getting like weirded out. He's like, "Who is this secret?" It's person? from his mom. Is it his mom? <laughs> is it his sister? Is it Sue, Prue, or Stu? Is it the lovely Darlene or Charlene? We don't know. Uh, but brother has has bigger fish to fry, and he's getting a little sick and tired of of all this all this Valentine's mush. He gets so upset, he makes a a, a great face. That uh, <laughs> so when you're animating the Berenstain, face. when you're animating the Berenstain Bears, uh, you you have to make them make expressions that they don't make in the books, and there's a lot <laughs> of those in this special. Uh, I'm gonna screenshot a bunch of them and like I don't know, post them to Twitter because they are they are delightfully odd and off model uh, Berenstain Bear faces. But uh, but yeah, so brother brother is is. Uh, is getting fed up with all this, as he says, all this mush. Understandable. I mean, part of, I I kind of get it because the language in the Valentines escalates with each successive Valentine. Yeah. Like the last one says that the per, like the bear says I love you in it, which seems over the top. It does. It, seem considering over the top. that at the end, it, the the person who does it, who spoiler alert, is not his mom. Um, <laughs> it, it is not like. Just kind of is admires him. Yes, they have real BFF energy at the end of the episode. Like it's good. it's very like yeah. Hey, you're good at hockey. I am also good at hockey. Good We're, work. It's good because he's not looking for that. He 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 doesn't want any mush. He wants no snuggle buggling. What does no. that mean? I don't. None. <laughs> Nothing. We don't. You don't want to know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So brother is brother is fed up with with all this and. I don't know if I had written a, 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 a note to someone I had a crush on uh, and I had said, I love you in it. And then I got to meet them finally, like face to face. I'd probably backpedal a lot, too. I'd probably be like, <laughs> let's, let's go hang out. I guess hang out. Like, forget every single thing I wrote to you. Let's start at square one at the malt shop. Yes, <laughs> that's where Phil would go. Uh, so th- this is a song that Brother sings about being fed up with all the mush. And it's sung, it's an ice skating number. And Sister is ice skating hearts around Br- Brother Bear. And then he keeps crossing them out with his ice skates. Um, but this is also they where we... sure love oh. that animation, by the way, of her skating oh. hearts. Oh, they reuse that one a lot. A lot, a lot. Um, I mean, but you know, you paid the money for it. You're going to use it. So we also, we also start learning a little bit about... Uh, how Papa Bear feels about Mama Bear, which is love, loving. He loves her up. He touches her face very sweetly. There's there's some stuff in here that, I mean, like, I feel like it's all very in line with Papa Bear's character, everything that happens in this episode. Like, it's a lot of him, like, wanting to make grand declarations and ultimately realizing he doesn't need to do that for Mama to love him. Well, she, right. she basically tells him straight up, like, you don't need to do this. After yeah. he destroys a mountain. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he destroys some trees and a mountain, yeah. You have to remember that in the in the specials, Papa is still behaving like Papa Bear from the old books, which is a cartoon character. Yeah, he's not bright. Like, he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't really have dimension. He's just very... You did one of you compare him to Goofy? Yes, he's kind of like a like a, a mid mid uh, century Goofy. Yeah, like when Goofy just Pratt falls a lot. He like he literally at times almost goes woohoo. Yep. when falling down, like his even his pitch of his voice isn't the usual deeper Papa Bear has consequences voice. He's a pure cartoon character, right? Because he does stuff. He breaks the laws of physics. He. Sister tells him that he's got to do something grand for Mama. And so, like, he ties two trees into the shape of a heart and puts the word love in the middle. But then, of course, the trees spring up and Papa Bear goes flying into the sky. And as you brought up, he chisels a heart into the top of a mountain. He chisels the top of a mountain into a heart. And then on his final blow of the chisel, the entire mountain crumbles, which I would think would have 
a detrimental effect on the like the inecological impact on the rest of bear country if Do an entire that mountain would affect fell. big paws habitat maybe unless it was a rival mountain well, <laughs> with a different be, paw on it could be <laughs> medium pause like dang um <laughs> I, I i do like this is what finally like brings mama like you've gone too far we have to <laughs> st- we have to come up to the, what's left of this rubbled mountain and stop you and, pr- pr- and we'll, we'll, we'll do a nice little, little song and dance to really explain to you why while your love is big it doesn't need to be so because right. perhaps our daughter doesn't need to match make us seeing as our match has already been made. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sister bear works really hard to get mama and papa together. <laughs> how are there so many songs in such a short special? And how are they all so it's, long? They're, they're all, so long. They're all like 45 minutes long. And you said <laughs> this is only 23 minutes. The only <laughs> special that has as many songs that seem longer is the Family Circus Easter special, oh, which is no, no. tremendously bad. It has the same sort of talk singing, which just makes songs yeah, seem forever. longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a very song-dense special, and I think uh, Mama and Papa get two different songs, correct? Is they this, get the, oh God, is this the one? Is this one where, they, where he sings, your burnt chops are really tops? <laughs> There's two songs in here. There's the Mama and Papa, You Don't Have to Try So Hard, Babe song, uh, which they sing after Papa destroys a mountain. And that's the burnt chops <laughs> song, where you sort of go through Mama and Papa's like relationship. And I think it's a good enough message, which is like, it's not the size of the gift. It's just, you know, like, all, all we need to do is be best friends. Like, that's that's like, be, be a good friend to your spouse is, is the message. And that's fine. And then you get another message at the end about the true real real love is just how being best friends like it's the same kind of thing <laughs> um but uh yeah so this is a, this is the song about mama and papa falling in love and uh and as christy brought up it might contradict established continuity a canon about mama and papa falling in love yeah i mean they they go deeper into this in the book version right but it is implied that uh papa bear asked uh mama bear who wrote him valentines like secretly mm. to marry him eventually but that was after like mm, like 20 years of courtship because apparently right. they went to elementary school together in the last valentines book we read uh papa bear teased and pursued uh mama bear relentlessly until he wore her down and proved that he was quote a solid citizen <laughs> It's the thing that I remember from that book. (laughs) And I remember being mad at the time. I'm still mad now. But now it seems like, like, if we're choosing a continuity, I think the other one that we read makes more sense for their characters. Yeah, yeah. Especially later Mama and Papa Bear. Yeah, exactly. It folds in better to the narrative, whereas this is like, Oh, how convenient that I can tell you a story about the time your mother wrote me Valentine's. I don't know if it's the book or this, but when the origin story is kind of told to Papa Bear, he's kind of forgotten it. Like, it's news to him as well. And then he's like, oh, now I remember you are wearing the exact same dress you're wearing today, which is a solid inside joke. <laughs> that is a solid inside That's joke. That is, that is a great joke. That's in the special. And... Uh, and it was I watched this with Alana and that was her. I thought she had fallen asleep. And then he says that and she goes, <laughs> that's the funniest thing in this special. <laughs> She's not that wrong. was her whole reaction. It's very good. Um, can we, so can we talk about we the, also, bull, the bullies? I was just going to uh, say, we don't want to leave out the fact that Brother Bear has also <laughs> crept into the bullies <laughs> secret <laughs> practice spot, which is deep in the woods. <laughs> And, sorry, I just shared. I just shared a screenshot that I find particularly joyful. Um, Brother Bear giving into death. Um, he's doing like some Fred Astaire stuff with his feet too. Like he's got he has one knee up behind his other leg. It's amazing. That's a screenshot for sure. Um, That's a good one. So brother sneaks in to go spy on the bullies and he spies on them, sees that they are 
as you said, they're literally bullies with missing a teeth. And that their their goalie, though, is who you have to be afraid of. Their goalie is a giant bear who is impossible <laughs> to score on. So Wink. big. Uh, and oh. <laughs> heyo, and Brother Bear barely <laughs> escapes with his life. Uh, they, they, they see him and he runs out. That is, that is in addition to Brother and Sister having traipsed up Mount Grizzly to walk past uh, Big Paw at one point, and Sister Bear deciding she needs to do something for Big Paw. I'm trying to get past this because there's a lot of weird plot. Then Brother and Sister go bike riding through town. Uh, brother gets another love letter. And uh, he's still he's so in love with Charlene. This is where they sing the Mama and Papa song, and we are on to sister. Okay, sister invites Big Pa to the hockey game. Big Pa apparently has reading glasses, and he decides best, to- <laughs> second best part of the move of the show. He goes to the he's hockey so game. He's so broad. As well. He looks he's got these big shoulders and these tiny little glass. He is, I, I think. To, to bring up Christie's world-famous tweet, this is Batista with the tiny glasses. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, sidebar, the only tweet I, I've ever had truly go viral, and I've had, like, some mild ones, but they've just been, like, bumps because I happen to have worked with, like, Twitter people in the past who have retweeted, like, a reply, which doesn't count. It's just me tweeting a photo of Dave Bautista wearing tiny glasses in Blade Runner 2049 and saying, Dave Bautista's tiny glasses in Blade Runner 2049. Sure, if you agree. And it got 27,000 <laughs> likes. Well, let's see I if you can it. do the same for it's, Big Paw. I, I mean, I, you know what I'm going to do after this, and it is precisely that. <laughs> Big Foss tiny glasses in the Baron St. Bear's comic Valentine. Share if you agree. Um, <laughs> sure. So as agree. Brian as Brian pointed out, people are biking, ro- ice skating, uh, and uh, a marching band is playing at the bullies game. It's it's a huge deal. The bullies arrive in their in their bus, and brother finds one final Valentine from Honey Bear in his locker, which makes me wonder how it got in there in the first place. Uh, I, I I'm gonna read this straight out because it sounds like a threat. You shall know me very soon. I reveal myself this afternoon. Signed, Honey Bear. <laughs> this is a note that Darkman would leave for Durant. <laughs> Brother gets... Huh. He says he, he he's almost furious, but he's also too curious about who this person is. He wants it to be Charlene. She's a perfect 10. It might be one of the, one of the three cheerleaders, which I guess that's like his consolation prize. Or it could be... One of the three bullies cheerleaders who are dressed all in black and have a very peculiar uh, cheer, which is which is knit one, pearl two, <laughs> country cousins, woo-hoo, you-hoo, woo-woo, woo-woo, knit one, pearl. And I can't figure out what the meaning of that cheer is. Are they, because they're only saying the name of their rival. They go knit one, pearl two, country I mean, cousins. Woo woo. I say that's what's weird about it, but also it's weird that they say knit one, pearl two in order yes. to get that rhyme locked in. Uh, it's very strange that you would incorporate the uh, the opposite team's name into your cheers rather than folding in like yeah, I'm going to keep using the term folding in, uh, using like your mascot in the song. Yeah, I don't. Are they saying that like? Are they? Is it supposed to be like a misguided like emasculation thing? Like the country cousins are like boys who knit. Woo woo. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> are they like? Are they like being like weird that way? I can't tell because it's an animated cartoon and I can't see their expressions very well. <laughs> I just want to go back in time and just if I had one question to ask, and it would be like now that I know it's not his mother who was sending him all these these uh, valentines, which by the way would make more sense. <laughs> she would have more access to these areas. She's not living in a different town. Uh, it would be, did you just pick these words because somehow they rhymed in your head? <laughs> <laughs> they rhyme in real life. Like it's a legitimate rhyme. But like, but like you couldn't. They couldn't get to that rhyme any other way. Like so, so, you know, sometimes you're just stuck on a word and you just like fold it in and you just can't yeah, stop saying it. Like and like, you, like okay, I'm gonna think of a different way to say this, but you don't. Like, yep. Right. <laughs> yep. Been there. And so they instead just keep saying like, oh, I. That doesn't work. This knit, the knit thing one doesn't work. Uh, knit one, knit one. You know what? I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know how it's supposed to work. I don't understand it. I, I was never the kind of guy who, who chanted things at people. So 
Mm. <laughs> it wasn't part of my. Uh, it wasn't. Oh, uh, here's here's a little something though, and and don't think I looked this up early. I just looked it up. That's a Harvard cheer. Uh, knit why? one, knit one, pearl two, Harvard boys, you who, and then the girls would would wave their. Or you would do a girlish hand wave. I think it's an emasculation thing. I think you're I supposed. I Mr. Magoo. I think comic. you're supposed to be implying that the the focus of your cheer is like a little girly. I think you're supposed to oh. be like ooh. I think it's like that because that's something that a Harvard person would do. I'm uh I'm texting the one person I know who went to Harvard to see if they are familiar with this. I'm sure this is real. I don't think this is a person that would have ever gone to a sports event, but I need to know. Yeah, uh, this is a person who just remembers. Uh, that's H A R with a V, V A R with a D, knit one, pearl two, Harvard boys, you who with girlish hand waves. I don't know if it's a cheer that Harvard did or that people did at Harvard, but uh. Is Bear Town in like Bear, Massachusetts or something? Bear, Massachusetts, maybe, maybe. I was gonna say Came Bear, but that's also good. Oh, apparently it's featured in a gold, the Goldie Hawn movie. <laughs> apparently, it might be featured in the Goldie Hawn movie Wildcats, huh. which in in this world would be Wild Bears. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I don't know, and you know what? I'm not going to look it up. I think. I think that's as far as that goes. But uh, because let's get to the end of this. There's a big hockey game. Uh, it comes down to the wire. Of course, the country cousins win. And it's time for all the hockey players on either team to shake hands. We get to the end. Pause. Somehow, brother ends up shaking hands with the other team's goalie. I figured their goalies would shake hands. That's how it should have worked. Brother ends up shaking hands with the bully's goalie. The bully's goalie removes her mask. That's right, yep. y'all. Removes it's like Samus her and mask. In, uh, Metroid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is a Metroid ending. The goalie's a girl, and guess who it is? How how would we know though? How would we know they're this person? I have good news for you, Brian. Her name yeah. is on her jersey. <laughs> like the back What's of her, her name? jersey? What's her name? Her name is Honey Bear. It's and I was Honey so Bear. glad. I'm like, Shit, that means it's not his mom. <laughs> it's not his mom. It's the biggest it's bear in Bear Town. And it's Honey Bear. She is the goalie. She is the toughest bear. She's a good head taller than brother. And this is where I love I love we the- get Papa comes Papa comes over and puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, steady now to his son. Yeah. <laughs> this, is your, this is your chance. This is your chance, boy. Uh, Papa gives his approval for Brother Bear to get with the girl, I guess. And uh, but we're given the we're given the, the the notion. So this is a large, like a tall, built, athletic girl. And mm-hmm. although her revelation is a surprise, it's not turned into a joke. That's Not something. Yeah, they say they, they say they literally are. They sat there admiring Honey Bear's size, which well, could, if is said with if, if said with a certain tone, could <laughs> sound insulting. However, they say it in utter sincerity. They just admire her size, which, in relation to certain other things, isn't that large. When you say no. certain other things, do you mean Big Paw? <laughs> Well, let's first talk about Big Bertha. <laughs> Which I, I, I hope to her. Talk about Big Bertha. You guys can talk about Big Bertha. I hope her name is Big Bertha. Like that's her Christian name is Big, and Bertha's her middle name. As opposed to we have, we have a whole that her name... we have a whole family in Bear Country named Too Tall, Too Ton, Too Too. That is that is a totally totally makes sense in Bear Country. So uh, <laughs> so yes, we are that, in theory it could be Big Honey. At the zero hour, we are introduced to another character. Uh, bi- uh, I almost called her Big Honey. Uh, Honey Bear's sister? <laughs> sister. Big Bertha shows up. Name emblazoned on her shirt. <laughs> it's a rule. And who does Sister hook Big Bertha up with? Because Sister's still in that Cupid mood. I'll tell you who. The cryptid who lives on the mountain. <laughs> Why, why, 
you're watching any other Valentine's Day special, and at the end, one of the main characters, say like Lisa Simpsons, hooks up Bernie with Quetzalcoatl. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, hey, here's a girl who's slightly taller than other girls. I guess she should date a monster. Come here, you unclothed monster. Date this girl. I have a a nude dude I would like you to meet. (laughs) Oh, by the way... I guess Honey Bear is probably in elementary school like the rest of us, so Big Birth is what? In eighth grade, I guess? <laughs> Go off with this mountain man. <laughs> Before we go any further, I need you to know that I have like the auto captions on from a it, like for Google Meet, and every time we mention Big Paw, here's it as Big Paul. <laughs> What if he like finally said like, no guys, 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 you can't call me Big Paul. <laughs> You're wrong. I'm just Big Paul. Big Paul. It's Big Paul, everyone. <laughs> they she hooks up this girl she just met with the mythical beast who lives in <laughs> But she it's does Hagrid. <laughs> yes, she does love him. Uh, we see Big Bertha in profile uh, for a long time so that all you see is Big Bert. I do want to say that there's a lot of Big Bertha where you only see Big Bert on her. Um, there's also, I'm going to I'm gonna just show you this screen. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nicely animated, a nicely enough animated special. Like there's some good stuff in it. Uh, but there's a few wonky shots. And this is one of the wonkier just because the scale looks weird because of the way distance is oh. shown. <laughs> He's so naked. He's naked. Big Bert is small. And Sister Bear is drawn in such a way. She's supposed to be further away, I guess. But it looks like she's knee high to a Big Bert. This has broken me. I'm glad you took it off the screen because I couldn't handle it. We stand a queen, as the kids say. Uh, and then everyone skates around. So this is where we get the big song about it's okay. <laughs> Brother Bear finds out the the girl who loves him is is tall. So then we get a big song about how it's okay to just be friends. <laughs> That's really mean. <laughs> but like, yeah, she does slow her roll a lot once they're in front of each other. As you said, like she's made her declaration of love and now it is more of like a mutual respect. Yeah. Uh, we could uh, like, let's practice hockey together type thing. And yeah. Yeah. I would not expect that much more out of brother, honestly. Like, right, he, right. He's a little boy. Mush, so and now they big sing paw. a song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now Big Paw. We expect nothing needs. from Big Paw. Yeah. Does he have needs? We I don't think we need to discuss that on the show. But uh he is a big man. Like he's this is a giant guy. Like I don't know if if, if it our to our listeners, Big Paw is a big dude. He's twice the height of most of the bears in bear country. Uh like twice adult the height bears. And like also like twice as wide across. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, he's not, I mean, he's not I, like, is he, he's not like a tall, he's not just a tall, is he supposed to be just, I'm sure it changes from book to book sometimes, but like, he's not just supposed to be a tall feller, right? <laughs> yes, he's a tall feller. That's how they, that's how he chooses to do it. No, he is a literal monster. They say he's it a, in yeah, the he's books. he's a cryptid. He's a yeah. cryptid. He is the, he is, he has been, he has been declared the missing link between bears and something else. So he probably couldn't reproduce with Big Bertha is, I guess, what I'm getting at. Like, genetically, he's a or dead maybe, end. Maybe maybe they could, but their offspring couldn't. Right. It'd be like a mule. They'd, oh, it's depressing. They'd produce... But love is about they'd being produce a, friends. Ster- a sterile monster, I guess, is what we're getting at. It is, what an odd choice. Like... Wouldn't somebody have said, like, they're like, okay, we're, we're going to end this thing. We have this whole storyline. The hockey game's over. The goaltender is actually Honey Bear. Charlene's story is unnecessary. We, we, yeah. who for, forget Charlene. She, she, she's wearing a different shirt now. We don't even know who she is anymore. <laughs> like, we have this perfectly one-up ending. He's met her. They're friends. We have the story we need. By the way, we should add on that the girl has a bigger big sister, and she's going to date the cryptid. There is no need for it. They had to fill time. They had to fill out the, the tableau at the end. 
they needed us to know that sister hooked some otherwise sister wouldn't have hooked anyone up everyone else did their own hookups so sister had to get some that's kind true. of triumph at the end so could she have picked I a don't human, know. like that's, a literal normal bear <laughs> that's the berenstain bears comic valentine guys what did you think of this special was it brilliant <laughs> i mean I will never forget it. Yeah, it sure was something. It's a, it's, it's art, certainly. It's certainly not like any, not that cartoons do Valentine's Day specials anymore, as far as no. I know. And I oh, God, no. Because uh, that would be so weird. But, <laughs> and most of them wouldn't have the Bigfoot stand in end up dating someone's <laughs> big sister. Uh, but this is memorable, and it's not quite like almost anything i even remember from back in the early 80s this is very singular yeah it is with, with the emphasis on sync <laughs> it's not the thing i like the most of the three things that we took in great week, i would say well ladies and gentlemen speaking of three things we will three be things. back the three of us <laughs> oh, wait the three things are something else not us like we aren't the three things <laughs> but speaking of three things this is not the end of the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine. You two, will you join me to discuss the next entry in the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine? I will. I got to get something out of this. All right. <laughs> well, listeners, join us for the next episode where we will be bringing you 1998's the Berenstain Bears comic Valentine. Wait, I, I ended this incorrectly. That's not how I end this show. Uh <laughs> I wasn't supposed show, I'm going to correct you. I wasn't supposed to build up to that. I'm supposed to say, Christy, Brian, thanks for being here. Oh, you're so welcome. I am so here. Uh, where can our listeners find you? Uh, Brian, would you like to go first? <laughs> yes. You can find me on any of you. You can find me on an episode of this show coming up next. But also, you can find me on any of your podcatchers. Uh, I have two shows, a hot diggity dog, a hot do- hot show about dog movies. <laughs> a, hot, a show about hot, hot dogs. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, I, I do a show about that. I cover dog movies. Someone else will, who is more famous than me will one day cover dog movies and get much, much more attention for it. Uh, also, I do Predictocast, which is about, <laughs> I think, literally 100 times more popular than that show. Uh, but we're currently on break. But we are going to be back on the week of Valentine's Day with a special Ooh. new Valentine's Day episode on My Demon Lover starring Scott Valentine. Oh, Perfect. And Christy, where can they find you? Oh. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Admiral Christy, A-D-M-I-R-A-L. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> C-H-I-S-E-Y. Uh-huh. And, and you can also find Phil's and my show, uh, Pizza Toast, a Babysitter's Club podcast, sort of, maybe. Babysitter's mm-hmm. Club Ephemera, I guess. Uh, you can also find that in any anywhere you download podcasts. So keep listening at this spot next time, ladies and gentlemen, where we're going to be talking about more comic... Val- <laughs> I still don't even, even... We'll talk about maybe why it's called Comic Valentine. I don't know. Uh, next time, and I'll see you all then deep in bear country. <laughs> <laughs>